Peterborough. This is PCR. One station for many communities. This is PCR. Welcome to the uh, Doc Mason Show, Peterborough City Radio, 103.2 FM. Uh, we started the show with an Australian band that go by the name of Bad Absalon and a track called Worst Year. Our uh, live guest band in the studio are The Hangland, a new band to the Peterborough scene. Uh, the next track coming up is by Midlands Alternative Rock Band, uh, Patron Sight, and a con, a con, and a song called Mellow Down. I'm on the ropes and I can't feed my favorite 
patron saint and uh, mellow down they'll be on the show uh, later in the year uh, next track given up for you is by a local uh, composer at Nottingham he sends tracks in regularly to the show the track's called uh, Hey Don't Give Up dedicate this one to uh, Michael Day out in uh, Market Deepin they've got three or four electronic tracks tonight so I'm going to dedicate them all to Michael because he, do like, he does like them Nottingham and hey, don't give up. Uh, I think that was a really great one, Anthony. Uh, try another one like that. Best one so far, I reckon. Uh, this is a band called Fever Jaw and a song called No More Than Now.
Ah, Fever Jaw and a song called... Uh, now then, don't run away with it. Uh, a song called uh, Never More Than Now. The, the next track coming up comes from a uh, Italian duo by the name of uh, Frank, Frank Signature. Uh, the song's called uh, God Bless Big Bang. And these guys uh, make all these tracks from analogue machines. Let's have a listen. Italian and wishing that I spoke Italian. And maybe I can still 
We know you're concerned about heating your home in this cost of living crisis. We are too. At Peterborough City Council, we're doing all we can to help you this winter. On peterborough.gov.uk, you'll find a number of initiatives and links that will help, support and advise you on ways to save energy and funds that are available for boiler and heating works and insulating your home, which is the only long-term way to save money on energy bills. It's our way of helping you to keep warm and save on energy costs. Visit peterborough.gov.uk. Mark Rigglesworth here, presenter of The Lock-In Radio Show, Wednesday evenings, 7 till 10. The Lock-In is for those who like different musical styles. There's the familiar older classics, as well as the very latest offerings from new, talented artists and bands. With a bit of chat, stories and film reviews, you never quite know what you're going to get with The Lock-In Radio Show, Wednesday evenings, 7 till 10, on PCRFM.
And I'm getting off. Uh, now it's time to go for our live band this evening, The Hangland. Good evening, guys. How are you doing? Evening. Yeah, very well, thank you. Uh, so you're a new band to Peterborough? Yes. After the two of you ex-Morphics? Indeed, yeah. Um, myself and uh, Miles, after the Morphics sort of fell apart at the end of last year. So, uh, yeah, it's our new venture. But Miles had already got this going with... Uh, Graham and John, anyway, and he? me along to the party. So, oh, excellent. It was a very good timing, to say the least. Yeah, out of one band into another. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, uh, yeah. you're quite a bit different from the Morphics, though. 
don't think we could be much more different, really. Yeah. But um, yeah. it very much sort of covers stuff that I was into anyway. So it was like so fortuitous that, you know, he said, do you want to be in this? They're influenced by all these sort of 90s American bands. Oh, yeah, that'd be fantastic. You know, so... Um, the uh, first session with a Yolo Tango uh, t-shirt on, I thought that's going to be all right. Then. Yeah, we'll be okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Morphix was one sort of facet of something that I'm into, and it's really lovely to sort of express the other sides of these things. So, yeah. And what's the first song you're going to play for us this evening, guys? Uh, Falling Man. What's it called, sorry? Falling Man. Falling Man. Off you go. It's about 9-11. Oh, yeah, the jumpers. Only slightly out-triggered 
Yeah, that's, that was very disturb- disturbing, I think. Uh, probably one of the worst things that sort of uh, happened during 9-11 was uh, seeing the jumpers. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. And not the ones you put on, neither. Well, <laughs> I, can, I can remember watching a documentary about it, and uh, it was all to do with the farming, and that was in the, f- in the foyer. And uh, at certain times, there'd be, there'd be these great big bangs... And it was people literally hit, sort of hitting the foyer. Horrible, absolutely horrible, really. Yeah, I was working in, in London at the time, and so it was kind of freaky because it all kicked off and then there were things like, oh, two planes have gone missing at Heathrow. And I remember getting the DLR, DLR and coming home through Canary Wharf thinking, hmm. So I was very glad to get home that day. Yeah, very spooky day in more ways than one. Welcome to the 21st century. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those sort of things inspire you to write your songs then? Um, I actually nicked the lyrics from a GQ article and added a bit, but let's keep that quiet. <laughs> 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 
Is it, is, is it fair to, uh, I don't know, you, you're a cross between a progressive rock band and a shoegaze band? That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, depends what kind of prog. As long as it doesn't involve elves and clogs and dancing or anything. Well, no, there's nothing wrong with elves oh, no, and clogs, oh, God, you know no, what I mean? That's, that's my, my, my line of prog. Yeah. <laughs> some slowcore stuff. There's a band called Codeine who like, we're quite influenced by. They were around quite a long time ago, mm-hmm. a sub-pop band, and they were very, very slow with bursts of noise, and we love that. That's what Fallen Man's kind of about a bit. Mm. Yeah, so it's quite a hodgepodge of things, but um, I think it's just from having people who are very avid listeners of lots of different types of music and very open-minded to a lot of things as well. Yeah, I think when you get older, the older you get a lot of the time, the more your sort of musical horizons broaden. Well, I'm looking forward to that as a youngster myself. Yeah. You know, I believe that's how it happens. But, it does, um, yeah. You're only a young man, yeah, Matt. Yeah, yeah. so, um, yeah, many people have told me that, and, I, you know, I might get there at some point. Yeah, it's good for you. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's good for you. There's certain <laughs> bands now I like that I didn't like when I was a younger person. It's you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I I used to have very very straight lines about things that I would listen to, and it would be like, no, that, yeah, that's, that's not. Yeah. And, you know, you you become a little bit more open minded as you go. Yeah. But then there's things that you consistently hate as well, and that never changes. And I'm glad of that. Yes, yeah. It, it makes you who you are. Of course, yeah, without a doubt, yeah. Um, I mean, my, my friend Steve in there helps do the cameras and stuff like that. He got me into Wishbone Ash not so long ago. Cracking, there you go, cracking, you see. Cracking, love a bit of classic rock. And what, is, what, what have you done to him? <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously. Absolutely fantastic, no, Tarkus. I mean... Yes, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Arg- yeah. yeah, August, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, we're dad rock. That's uh, yeah, we, granddad rock. We are dad rock. rock you know? Yeah. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're a shoegaze band. We're actually dad rock. <laughs> Wilco, you know. Yeah. Not the W word. No. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it's. Yeah, it's a great sort of thing when you sort of realise that, you know, there's certain bands that you have been wrong about in the past. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. I think, you know, it's all part of growing and evolving as a musician. And yeah. as a listener as well. And without a doubt, having sort of different tastes in a band always helps as well. You don't all, all want to like the same music. No, no, I wouldn't have thought so. I mean, um, the, we're really blessed in the fact that we've got two fantastic songwriters who write from very, very... Yeah, he, you should hear his stuff. <laughs> his stuff's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't like to talk about it. Um, Who's this Miles, the secret yeah, songwriter? Yeah, his nibs. He, um, his nibs. Yeah. We call his him nibs, his nibs. But, yeah, I think that... He seems quite low on them drums today. This is back. Yeah. 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 He's gradually he's getting, shrunk? Small, he's getting yeah. smaller. Yeah. 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 Well, we are getting old. <laughs> the gravity's a bitch. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, having, you know, some really creative, interesting songwriters right. means that, you know, you are getting... A, really different variety of material which is so fantastic to work with um that's what you need when you're in a band yeah it's something that inspires you and every time you sort of go into practice you think oh, i can't wait to work on this this mm. is awesome mm. so yeah. what's the next track you're going to play for us guys we've got next uh we're doing blood of my blood aren't we yep blood of my blood bomb it's known as as well oh it sounds cheerful <laughs> happy it's tunes we're very cheery yes happy it tunes for happy people bus. Nobody jumps from uh, any buildings during this track. Oh, man. (laughs) This is probably our most proggy song, actually, as well. So, yeah, we'd go for that. 
Thanks very much. Oh, I got a few shout out. Shout out to uh, Michael Day, uh, Stuart Ingle, Stuart Inger comments. Uh, sounds fab here in Nottingham. Uh, shout out to Insatiable Melvin Burdock. Shout out to uh, Liam Hansley. Shout out to Josh Dickel. Shout out to Ross Markham. Shout out to the guys from uh, Groove Car- Cartel. A shout-out to uh, Rob Padley. A shout-out to Andy Bryant. God, there's a lot of people watching tonight. A shout-out to uh, Matthew Must. A shout-out to uh, Sharon Waters. Uh, Liam Hamsley comments, It's only rock and roll, but I like it. Thank you very much, guys, listening, commenting, and watching the show. Uh, there's a band from Leeds. I'm trying to... Just, have you ever heard of a band from uh, Leeds called Bedroom? No, no, they, were young, no. they were a young band. Uh, Sort of shoegaze and stuff like that. Well worth having a listen to if you can. Oh, you, nice. you you can just uh, uh, dig them out. And what about are any of your Tool fans? Fans of Tool? <laughs> yeah. Massive, yeah, I love them. <laughs> yeah, still listening to uh, Fear Inoculum, and it was about five years ago it came out. Yeah, one of the all-time great records for me. <laughs> I'm a big lover of Anemia. I love yeah. that one. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Oh, I just love them. They're brilliant. We're going to see them in Birmingham in a few months. Yeah, because they're coming over, aren't they? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. How long is it since they've done a tour over here? It must be oh, a hell of a long yeah. time. Me and John went to see them a couple of years ago, and John gave me COVID. No! <laughs> 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 Did they play it download uh, a few years back? I wouldn't know. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, the cracking band. Brilliant live. Yeah, good headphones. How long, out of interest, how long do they play for? Oh, they played for ages. They're on for over two hours. Well, so you're getting your money's worth then, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Nice long songs to get your teeth into, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, some epics there, aren't there? <coughs> yeah, no, fantastic. Um, and you could sit on YouTube and watch videos of the drummer playing. He's just an amazing drummer. So uh, it's nearly as good as uh, his nips over there. That's <laughs> <laughs> very high standard. Yeah, I, I can believe it. I can I, I can believe it. Um, and on, on the bass set... How many strings you got on that bass? You've got more than four, haven't you? Six. Yeah. Six. Six-string bass. It's a bass VI. It's, um... So, John Lennon played one. Uh, Robert Smith played one. It's an octave lower, uh... Well, it's an octave lower than a guitar, so it's, it's in between, because, um... A friend of mine in London always used to call me Fickle Bobby, and I can't make my mind up, so, uh... It's kind of, you know, I can play a few chords on it. I, I kind of like it, you know. Ah! But, you know... Play the bass, play the so yeah, I really like it. I think it was the, the short scale bass I was spending my life looking for. And it's very cheap, 160 quid from Toman. So there you go. <laughs> that's, that's quite a reasonable price, isn't it? Really? Well, I got you it. will get that endorsement from them. It was unplayable when I got it. So shout out to John Hare Guitar Tech, 120 quid well spent there. Then it was beautiful. Excellent. But yeah, the sound of um, a forest by the Cure. That's bass six. So that kind of really twangy, twangy, yes. that sort of thing. I love that so, track of Forest. That's another. That's f- awesome. that, and, yeah, um, yeah. So a lot of that early Cure stuff had that sort of bass yeah. type thing as well, and it just had something different to the band. And having that gives sort of almost three guitars and a bass sound as well, which is yes, pretty unique. Yeah. So how, how long have you uh, been been playing the bass for? Since I was sixteen. Sixteen. What what made you take up uh, the bass? Who inspired you? Uh, watching Tom Aria from Slayer. <laughs> uh, remember them, remember them things he used to do, like, exercises on with the poles and the things he used to press together? Remember them? I, I know the ones you mean, yeah, yeah. One of them watching Tom Aria do Hello Wakes. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. And, and also, I wanted to be in a band, but I wanted to... I was, it was a tactical move, 
because uh, you know everyone wants to be a guitarist, but nobody wants to be a bass player. Yeah, so, so, yeah. always in demand bass players, I would say. Exactly. Yeah, I, I spent my uh, summer holidays after my GCSEs cutting up vegetables in the fens to get the, get the pricely sum of four hundred pounds to buy a washburn and an amp. So, yeah, in the days where we had music shops on Lincoln Road. Yeah. Goes back, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To live music and stuff like that. Yeah, down Lincoln Road. All, 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 all them days. Well, can you remember the name of the first band you was in there? We'll have to go round now and ask them all. Right, so do you, want, do you want a proper Pete? Do you want a proper Peterborough thing? Yeah, go on if you want. <laughs> the first yeah. band I was in was called Seed Pig. And Seed Pig? I was in it with Miles. Ah. And I was in it, and so and, I, and the guitarist is now married to the girlfriend of the guitarist who was in that band. Uh, that's complicated so, uh, already. So it, yeah. so, yeah, so, so it kind of goes back. So, yeah, so um, so we played one gig. So we were very... Um, so we were really... It was like... We were, it was the whole cusp of sub-pop and all of that. Yeah. I think we did... We, we played at this... Fe- we had one gig and it was front of like... It was a candy fair. Massive, wasn't it? it was just no wonder it put us off. It was enormous. And we came on and, we, and the first song we did was a cover of Blue by Nirvana off Bleach. And this was like in 1989. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but then it scared the willies out of us. But then the 90s came and I said, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm, I'm going off to a raves. And that was 10 years of that. Bye. <laughs> what about you, Matt? What was the name of the first band you were in? Now we're going back a bit of time yeah. to school in London and um, the awesomely named Cadaver. <laughs> not um, bad, not bad, not bad. I did the artwork as well. Dead um, bodies, I'll take it, or something like that. It was a hand reaching from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was, your, was this a bit of a gothic band then? No, no, it was it was metal, but it ah. was just... Um, I don't think we were old enough to even appreciate what goth was at that time. Yeah. We only heard like four bands or something. It was, you know, yeah. um, it didn't last very long. It was a few cover songs in somebody's garage, but um, it's enough to give you a taste. What about Graham over over in the corner there? Uh, first proper band I was in was probably um, Litvinenko. Oh, I remember that band. Yeah, with uh, Ian Tasker, who used to be in a band with my brother called Crack Babies, which was, yeah, I remember uh, them as well. Yeah, so and uh, yeah. There were three of us, and uh, yeah, it was good fun. It was, it was the first time I played live, hmm. so uh, didn't really enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if anybody enjoys it. It's just, it's just a mad panic, the first gig you ever play in it, really. You just want to get... Did you, like, play all your songs ten times faster than usual? <laughs> I, I, halfway through one of the songs, I said, can we start from the beginning? And uh, it was him and uh, Martin, the, the uh, bassist, and they're both, like, really good musicians. And they both kind of looked at me as if they'd never seen me before. <laughs> <laughs> now, this always, you're always in trouble if somebody says, what song are we doing? Are you yeah. halfway through it? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like if you trip up on the street, you've got to keep going. Of course you have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, it was great to play with uh, play with them. We played at Mama Lizzie's, which is fantastic. And uh, me, and, me and John had actually uh, done a bit of music um, about 15 years ago and a couple of the songs mm. that we're, we're doing tonight we actually started writing then so uh, well, it goes back a long way we like to take our time we, yeah, we went to school together yeah. so uh, yeah. Um, but yeah 
Uh, Rico Burroughs uh, comments. He says, "Ah, oh, yes, I recorded the uh, Crack Babies. That would have, that would have been over near uh, probably that's recording studio over." Wisbeach St Mary way. Uh, yeah, and they, they did record something, I think, in because uh, they used to be cruise ducks before that. They recorded yeah, I remember cruise ducks, yeah. Spalding and uh, Arctic Monkeys recorded their first record at the same place, or some mm. some obscure fact that I've dredged up. But I say, yeah, they were good. The crack baby. What was the name of that studio, Rico? You'll have to remind me. He'll remind me. What about you, Miles? I'm not sure I've ever asked you what's the name of the first band you was in. <laughs> I don't think you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't, you can't come out of anything too rude. Uh, no, it wasn't rude. Uh, it was called The Broken Toilets. <laughs> that's, that's quite good. Yeah. That's, that's, that's quite good. You rose out of the gutters, did you? Or the sewers. <laughs> the sewers. Yeah. yeah. It didn't last very long. What sort, what, what, what sort of top? Were you a punk band or something like that? Um, yeah. Uh, we did a lot of covers of bands like the stupids and yeah. uh, the hard-ons and stuff like that oh pretty hardcore then. yeah and how old was you when you took skate up the punk. yeah skate punk how old was you when you took up the drums uh, i didn't actually have a, i didn't actually have a kit then i just played bongos <laughs> 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 uh, i think i was probably 15 i borrowed a kit from uh, school and yeah never looked back Excellent. Well, was you living at home then, I take it, yeah? Sorry? Was you, I take it you was living at home then. What did your parents was, think? Yeah, of... my, yeah, I set my kit up in my uh, in my bedroom. And what did your parents think of that? Uh, not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbours? Did they come around and knock at the door and tell your son to stop bashing their drums? Uh, yeah, we had all of that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then they, they put me in the garage eventually. Uh, <laughs> did they soundproof it? Yes, yeah, we did, yeah. Excellent. That's always a problem for drummers, isn't it? Where you're going to practice and stuff like that. You know. Well, we've got a few more comments down here. Oh, we got some. Ah, uh, yeah. That, that studio was called Meadowside. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was. Uh, I used to do, like lug the gear about, but I didn't know anything about what they were actually doing. I can remember seeing the cruise ducks in uh, somewhere in Stamford that used to put loads of gigs on. Be the uh, Scottgate. Scottgate. Yeah, yeah. In in the cellar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yep, yeah, I yeah. went to that one actually. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a nice venue in a way. It's a bit sort of well, a little bit Mamma Lizzie's. It's bit, the forerunner to Mamma Lizzie's, really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lovely venue. Yeah, yeah it's a nice venue. I played played down there once. We had we had a fog machine when I was in a band, and uh, the fog machine got jammed, <laughs> and nobody could see anything. It was unbelievable. <laughs> till somebody found the plug to unplug it from like. Yeah, hilarious. Anyway, best get on. Too much chat and not no, enough music. <laughs> What's the next one you're going to play for us? Okay, this is a number called uh, New England, mm-hmm. which is not about Massachusetts. Uh, it's actually about Lincoln Road. Oh, excellent. Um, it's a song about, yeah, home, but again, half of the lyrics are based on a conversation on Twitter. Uh. With a guy called Fenland Gent who posted a picture, possibly of these shops, and I went, "Oh, that's Peterborough," and uh, he said some things about Peterborough, and I kind of wrote it down. And that was it. All right. Well, best have a keen listen, just just in case he said some derog- something derogatory. I'm hoping he's got a lot of followers, so I'm hoping when we get it recorded, I'm going to say that, and maybe all his followers will, uh, you know, follow the track. Yeah. Off you go. Ready? Yeah. Give me a minute. 
Oh yeah, I do like it when you rock it out as well. Def definitely a winner. I don't know. Lincoln Road's changed, but it hasn't changed. If you know what I mean. It's just, it's just home, isn't it? Where you grow up. Yeah. It's part. You know, you sing about. I think it's important to sing about what is you. It, it has something to it. Yeah. You can sing about whatever you want, but. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. something. You know. Yeah. You, you, That's got a bit you, of meaning to it. I think so. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people come on the show and they say, oh, well, now the words don't really mean nothing at all, really. They just sort of fit into the song. Make of them as what you will. You know, That's so. cool as well. That's absolutely cool. You can do it. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that at all. There are no rules. But I, th I think, as I say, we talked about getting older. I mm. think if you're going to... Um... So the thing I go with, Rick Rubin was quoted by saying, make music your hobby. Just make your hobby music. Yeah. And then at some point you will feel it is ready to share. Hmm. And that's kind of what we do. Yeah. Uh, have you got any gigs coming up? Any, anything pencilled in, guys? Ooh. Well, yeah, there's a couple of um, things that are... Yeah. Um, John's been hassling various promoters and getting some progress, so... Um, so, you had Tiny Forehead on the other week? Yeah. So, we recorded two songs to try and get in the Battle of the Bands at Portland Arms, which we didn't get into. And so, they offered us a gig on the Boston Original Bands thing in June. Oh, uh, nice. So, I like, I like, I like, I like Tiny Forehead. Is, is there, is yeah, yeah, yeah they were a good band. I really did like yeah, them. Yeah, they're cool. So, yeah. um, so, that was good. So, I, so, we did the recordings and put them on Twitter and I was like, head down. I was like, right, I'm going to get a gig this week. I'm going to do it. Watch. And I got to Friday and I went, I haven't got a gig, all right, I have to wait. And then Saturday morning he messaged me on Instagram saying, yeah, do you want to play? I said, all right then. So that's one. Well done. Thanks so much. And then um, we've hopefully got, and then, so there's a thing going on in Northampton at, I can't remember the name, it's a hotel. So there's um, Picky Promotions. So they've been playing a lot of people. So um, Dodo Appreciation Society, Dog's Teeth, yeah. played over there. Yeah. So she's a nice young lady. She just offered us this morning something on May the 24th. Oh, nice. We're waiting for that. So that she she seems to like us. Yeah. She seems to be her and her and Tiny Forehead seem to be the only people who like that my Instagram it's, feed. Yeah, but you're starting up, aren't you? Yeah. I think we, you know, probably forget as well that um, this is a really short period of time. Yeah, because, yeah, together. that's and, right. Um, you know, it's it's really fantastic reaction we've had so far to not very much. So, you know, there's so much more to come, but it's really great that we've had these opportunities so early on, really. Um, Jack asks a question. He says, I've just noticed the kick drum isn't the standard shape. Is there any difference between that and a normal one? We'd better ask goes his about it. Goes up to 11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, well, 10, you want that a little bit more? Other yeah. than the obvious shape, yeah, you, you can actually put the kick uh, pedal in two different places. Uh, so if you put it on the what is my right-hand side, this is great radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we, we, have, right we, have got, we have got cameras on you, Miles. So. It sounds bigger than if you put it on the left-hand side. Oh, ah. You can, you, you can kind of use it as a rock kit and a, and a jazz kit. Nice. That, that's the, I think that's the theory behind the design. But do you specifically go out to buy that kit like that? Um, yeah, well, this is a reissue of a kit that Vox made in the 60s. Um, and I kept looking at these things and, uh, yeah, in the end I, uh, I found one for a reasonable price, so I, I couldn't resist it. Fair enough. Fair enough. And uh, shout out to uh, the guys from uh, Nick Corney and the Buzzrats. Guys, thanks very much for uh, listening and watching the show. 
Yeah. Am I right? You come up to your last song, or have I miscounted you? Uh, two more. Two more. Oh, that's great. We might. We, that's all right. Can I have a bit more vocals in this? Mon- his vocals in this monitor, yeah. please. And what's the next track you've got coming up? Graham, do you want to introduce us? Yeah. One? So this is uh, this is called Setting Sun, and it's it's a little bit like the you know the doves. No. Try, trying to rip them off, really. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's quite an upbeat song, I like think. Huh. Off you go. So this is the other song that's available on Spotify. So, anyone got Spotify? You know, all the listens count. Bandcamp as well, where we... Oh, yeah, much prefer Bandcamp to Spotify. I don't use Spotify at all. I'd rather not. It's like sort of working with the devil but unfortunately it's part of life really it is um, yeah yeah but there are other streaming platforms are available that are more ethical i'm lucky enough that i receive loads and loads of music every week so i I, I don't you know i don't have to use spotify (laughs) it's unfortunately a very very popular tool and the playlists are very influential which is annoying um but if it was up to me in a perfect world i'd never use the thing yeah but uh it's you know you use what you can to get off yeah the yeah and i believe in the hard copy as well like you know what i mean so i buy <sighs> buy loads and loads of uh, albums uh well, that's the cds thing, I mean, and even cassette tapes there we go oh you're keeping the cassettes going that's yeah yeah, yeah. And there's, a, oh, there's a whole underground thing with cassettes oh, going on at the moment i'll tell you and it's amazing that that's come back because that's you know sort of my era when that was yeah you know, tape trading yeah. was a huge thing yeah very um, very cheap for bands to put out stuff on cassette yeah. nowadays you know yeah i just i just love the idea of kids getting cassette tapes now and going and you do what with it? Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, it goes round. That's. Cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an owner of two uh, sort of like 80s uh, radio cassette players. <laughs> I've picked up we had car boot sales and, and uh, you've got a, j- a nice double JVC uh, tape deck as well. And, and the quality varies amazingly between between cassettes when you buy them. Yeah. Some of them you're like, oh my god, that's nearly CD standard. And others you're like, I picked up Finn Lizzy Live and Dangerous, and it's been played that many times. It was just like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> they're live and dangerous in a big storm with loads of rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, when I was a kid, um, the first music I can ever remember hearing was Abbey Road by the Beatles. Mm. It was a copy of on cassette that my parents yeah. had. And for years, I thought it sounded that way until I actually got it on a CD and went, but that doesn't sound like how I remember it. Yeah. It's just because it was so worn out yeah. and covered in coffee and God yeah. knows what else. Yeah. So there was this perfectly sort of like really warped version of Abbey Road out there that's just in my head and I, little, I think I prefer it. <laughs> well done. Best get on. Yes, indeed. Set Sun.
Few more shout out, shout out to Thanks uh, Leds, sorry, Z Manic. A shout out to the guys from Kiss by Vultures. A uh, shout out to the guys from uh, the famous Unknowns, and a shout out to uh, Jeff Dixon. Am I right? I was thinking you recorded your uh, tracks down at uh, Chime Studios in Norfolk Street. Uh, yeah, indeed. Um, 
we'd uh, done a, a couple of things with Morphix as well, and mm-hmm. Miles, God, I mean, I don't know how much stuff you've done there. Yeah, quite, um, <laughs> quite a lot. <laughs> but um, it's a fantastically welcoming, comfy, just relaxing environment where you can just... You get so much work done there. Benny Turner, that's his he's, name, isn't uh, it? He's an absolute star, and... Um, yeah, considering we'd never recorded anything before, um, it was quite it was quite impressive what we managed to come up with, and it was it was done to a deadline because we had to get some tracks for a you know competition. Yeah, but the results are fantastic, um, so can't say enough nice things about. We played we played one of the show last week, didn't we? Yeah, uh, yeah, indeed. Um, I think you played Falling Man last yeah. week, and uh, yeah, and um, yeah, for an afternoon's work, we were very very just confident. an afternoon. Yeah. Oh, well, you did fantastic. We did a Morphix album in a day. Yeah. Well, so, that's sometimes the way to do it, though, isn't it? You know, old school, 60s style, but... Um, yeah. Almost killed miles, but, you know, it was <laughs> worth it. Yeah. Do you, do you all enjoy going in the studio? I'd never been in before. It's the first time I ever did it. <coughs> Who was that? Me. I can't see, because I've got to be John, concrete John, I've never been in a studio before in my life. How do you not? Huh. And did you enjoy it? I was grateful, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because some people don't enjoy going in the studio at all, especially drummers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get this kind of mist over your eyes, or I do, um, and then you just... Uh, I just think that, you, you know, you're surrounded by microphones, uh, and obviously if you make a mistake, you've got to start again, and it's... I find it more stressful than playing live, to be honest. Hmm. Mm. Do, 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 you, do you play along to a click track, Miles? Um... No, we usually, uh, I'd play along to a sort of guitar, uh, you know, guide track. Yeah, yeah, so you go in, record, record it live, and then sort of... Yeah. And then go, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a good way of doing it, I think, really. Yeah. And then lay down the drums as well, because, like, click, click tracks are not very popular with drummers, are they, neither, really? Um, yeah, I, I don't know, really, I think that's music, a 50 really? thing. I think you've done... Probably everything. So you've done. I've done stuff yeah. with click tracks. Yeah, yeah. That's even more stressful than not. Having <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Rico Burrows comments. Great chats and music. Thank you very much for listening and uh, watching the show and commenting, Cheers. Rico. Uh, we 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 on your last one. We are. In yeah. Place, yeah. Yeah. Shame. We've had a great time tonight. Anyway. Oh, it's been awesome. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. What's the last one called? Uh, Grand. It's called Set Against the Scene. Yeah, Set Against the Scene, it's called. Cool. <laughs> What's this one about? Uh, Just before you kick off, sorry. It's about, I don't know really. Uh, it's about seven minutes, let's say. All right, <laughs> 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 oh, well, off you go. To steal a Bob Dylan line. Mm.
Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, the uh, Hanglang. Still got a few more shout-outs. Shout-out to uh, Nick Breen, shout-out to uh, Gemma Ilston, and a shout-out to my dear lady, uh, Catherine Cunningham. Uh, big thanks to the team, Paul Biggins behind the decks, uh, Jack and Steve doing the cameras and the photos. Uh, this is Old Boy of the Fens and a song called Gone Boy.
Fens and uh, Gone Boy. They are an interesting duo. I don't know what you would call them, really. How would you describe them? Dark country, dark folk. I'm not sure. I've got them booked in on the show later in the year. Uh, this is... Who's this? I've lost where I was now. Uh, this is a, uh, a guy called Humdrum Express, and the song's called uh, Turkey Cheek. Turkey Cheek. Turkey Teeth. It's a bit of a witty ditty and a bit of a laugh, but I do like it.
around catastrophic complications. An agonizing abscess necessitates need for root canal operations. Unbearable pain, sensitive nerves, flying home in tears. While the NHS are left to pick up the pieces from your bargain bin veneers. On a cup price grounds charter from foreign Compensation claim forms in their hands. Give us a smile, burning white. Give us a smile, ultra bright. Give us a smile, burning white. Give us a smile. There we go, the Humdrum Express and uh, Turkey Teeth did make me laugh. Anyway, uh, this is a Belgian artist. He goes by the name of uh, Kubik, and the song's called uh, Kubong. I'm going to dedicate this one to you, Jack.
Kubik and Q-Bomb. Uh, if you want to send a uh, track to the show, please email me at uh, dotmason at sky.com. Or if you fancy a session, uh, yeah, send a track and a little bit of a bio, and we will have a listen. The show goes out live on a Thursday evening, so there's no pre-recorded, so you've got to be in striking distance of uh, Peterborough. We've, had, we've done in that. We've had bands in from uh, Norwich and Doncaster, Milton Keynes, all over the place. This is Manchester's Ventrells and a song called Acid Flower.
Hi, it's Chris McDade here. Please join me every Thursday night from 9pm as we go back to the 80s. On the show, we have features including your 10-year guarantee, where no year is left out. We have 3 from 1, your top 5 countdown, as well as your 80s classic rewind. In the last hour, it's the 80s open hour where you decide the playlist. You can give us a call on 01733 237 525. Three hours of the 80s from 9pm every Thursday with me, Chris McDade, only here on PCRFM. What's going on at the Cresset? It's not just music and comedy at the Cresset. We've got a wide range of entertaining evenings to suit all interests. Why not try the Liverpool legends Phil Thompson and Bruce Grobelar coming on February 25th? TV's Ben Fogel on March the 7th. Snooker icons Steve Davis and Dennis Taylor on March the 19th. Or psychic medium Tony Stockwell on March the 20th. Browse the full range of events at cresset.co.uk where there's always something happening. Book online at cresset.co.uk
Oh, that was a smooth sounding track. That was a band called the Marsupials. They come from uh, Michigan. Get it out, right? Get it out. God, yeah, a bit of a stutter this evening. Uh, yeah, the Marsupials are uh, going to ground. They come from uh, Michigan. This is uh, Zach the Locust and uh, Sunshine in My Heart.
And that was uh, Zach the Locust and uh, Sunshine in My Heart. A big shout-out to uh, Richard Barron, who regularly listens into the show. Richard, thank you very much for listening in. Uh, this is a band called High Ref. A uh, song's called uh, Night Terrors, and they come from Nebraska. I think this one might be heavy. Oh, it's not too bad, is it? Ha, that's because I clicked on the wrong track, see? I've had a good show this evening and I've just started to cock up. Let's try this again, Night Terrors. That sounds more like Night Terrors to me.
Oh, yeah, heavy. Just got time to squeeze a couple of uh, golden oldies in. Forget the chance. Uh, this is a cur and jumping on someone else's train. Time for me to say goodbye to you. Uh, coming up after the news is Chris McDade and back to the 80s. I'm going to play you out with Leonard Skinner's and uh, Leonard Skinner's, Leonard Skinner and uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Good night. Turn it up.